Uh, the reading is from Psalm 139, if you want to follow it in the uh, church Bibles, and it's on page 628. So Psalm 139. O Lord, you have searched me and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely. O oh Lord, you have hemmed me in behind and before. You have laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It's too lovely, lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there, your hand will guide me. Your right and will hold me fast. If I, if I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me. Should I read? Yep. Even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day for the darkness is as light to you. Yes, there we go. Good morning, everyone. Um, yes, my name's Emma. For those who haven't met me, I'm the children's minister here. And today, we are looking at Psalm 139. Now, it's a worshipful psalm. It's a song of praise and celebration, and it speaks of the awesomeness of God and his deep love for us. Um, it's a famous psalm, one that you'll often find on cards or posters. Um, it's an encouragement from God about his involvement in our lives. Um, it's also one of my favorite psalms, um, and it actually has a really special place in my heart because it's a Bible passage that God kept highlighting to my parents um, before I was born. So I was born really, really early, like 11 and a half weeks early. So I was super, super, super tiny. Um, and because I was a really tiny baby, the doctors were worried that I would be quite poorly and quite sick. And in the weeks running up to me being born early, than, uh, much earlier than my parents planned, um, this passage kept cropping up for them. So through Bible stories, through people, through Bible studies, through people talking to them, um, at one point it was even printed on the ceiling of the hospital bed area that my mum was in hospital. And um, to them it was just a real reminder from God that whatever happened, however I was when I was born, that things were going to be okay uh, because God was in control and God was near. 
And so there's so much in this psalm that we could explore this morning. We could explore the beginning bit where it talks all about God knowing us inside and out, um, how much he loves us, even though he knows us, the good and the bad. Um, But instead, well, not instead, but this morning, I felt like God wanted us to focus in particularly on verses 7 to 12. So that's the second half. So if you've got a Bible and you want to have it out during the um, while we're talking about it, then um, we... You can. That would be great. Um, And I want to start this morning by getting us thinking about how amazing it is that God is near to us. So, for a second, I want us to stop and think, where will you be this time tomorrow? So, it's nearly quarter past ten on a Sunday. So tomorrow, this time tomorrow, quarter past ten on Monday morning, where will you be? Now, on your chairs or around your chairs, there's a piece of paper with a pen. I would like you to write it down for me because I want to collect them all together and have them in one go. Um, So where will you be this time tomorrow? If you're too little to write, maybe somebody can help you write um, and you could draw a picture. Where will you be this time tomorrow? And then we've got some wonderful welcomers who are going to come around and collect them. So when you're ready, you can wave it in the air. How are we doing? If you're at home, you can think about this too. I was going to get you to text me, but I forgot to put the number on the screen, so it's not going to work. But uh, just think about it. Oh, look, I can see some ready waving at the back. We're going to collect all of these things in a sec. Now, just to say while we're waiting, if you at any point feel like you need to wiggle and move, that's totally fine. I'm okay with that. You don't have to sit still for me. In fact, I find it quite comforting when people move around. It puts me at home. How have we done? Fabulous. Can I grab my baskets? And then I'm going to need some wonderful volunteers. So if anyone wants to come and help me, I don't mind how many people I have, and I don't mind what age they are. But just warning, if you come to the front, it does mean that you're on our YouTube channel. So thank you very much. Um, Only come up if you're allowed to be on camera. Uh, Right. Thank you, guys. Yes, perfect. Come stand for me. Right, can you stand in a line? Yeah, come join in front of me. Sorry. Can you stand in line here facing everyone? Right. We are going to... I'm going to read some of these out, and then I want you to hold them for me. Can you hold this one for me? Can you hold it above your head? Can you hold it up high? So this one says, I will be swimming. I like that. Someone's going to be swimming at quarter past 10 tomorrow. Okay. Oh, we've got somebody who's going to be on the way back from the swimming pool. I like that. You're going to cross over. Okay, this one says we're going to be drinking coffee in the lounge, looking after our grandchild. Like it. Okay. This one says, oh, working in the memorial gardens, tidying up after the storm. I like it. Okay, this one says, my friend's house. Can you hold it up high? Thank you so much. Let's choose another one. Home. Okay, we're going to go again because I like this. I'm going to keep going. Oh, that says the same thing. We've got two people at home, but I guess they're going to be at different homes. Okay, somebody's going to be spending their Monday morning with God. Do you want to hold this one for me with your other hand? Look, I'm asking you to multitask. Okay, fabulous. Okay, in the kitchen, eating a snack. I like that one. Love a good 10, 15 snack. I wonder what it would be. Okay, driving in the car. Nice. Uh, Okay, two more. Two more. Trying to find different ones. Okay, in bed. That's the person after my own heart. In bed at quarter past 10 in the morning. Uh, Okay. 
I can't, some of them I can't read. Right, we're gonna go with, oh, I like this, it's got a picture. Doing the laundry, I can read that. Okay, can you hold them up for me really high? Here are a whole load more. I thought about other members of our church family who might be somewhere else. We've got some friends at university who might be in lecture halls studying before their Easter holidays, okay? We've got mission partners overseas who might be fast asleep because it's bedtime and nighttime. But the amazing thing is that God says in the Bible that he is here. He's going to be with this person, 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 this person. This person, this person, this person, this person, all of these guys, me, you, everyone who is not here but is away, God is near. And I don't know about you, I think that's pretty amazing. I think sometimes we forget that God promises that he can be with all of us at once. And that makes him totally unique because there is no one else that has that ability to be close to every single one of us, whatever we are doing at the same time. And that just, to me, makes God pretty awesome. Um, So we're going to carry on this morning by worshipping God who is near to us. So thank you very much, you guys. Do you want to take a seat? We can give them a clap for being helpful. Thank you. Thank you. And in a minute, we are going to worship. Now, during worship, we've got some options. Uh, I want us to worship as a time that we come close to God. It's a time that we praise him for who he is and we reflect on his goodness. And um, there's lots of different options here for you. So if you want to stand and sing the words, if you want to sit and sing the words, I encourage you to do that. If you want to listen to the words and let them uh, flow over you, then listen to the words. If you are somebody who enjoys being creative, over on this side, We've got some pens, we've got some paper, we've got some modeling um, Play-Doh. And if you're particularly feeling creative this morning, I'd love you to create a picture or a model that shows us that God is near, that reminds us that God is near, because then we're going to use them in our prayers, okay? So if you want to do that, if you want to dance, dance. If you want a ribbon, there's a ribbon at the back. You've got all the options, okay? Worship however you are made to worship this morning. Um, And before we do, just to lead us into worship, we're going to reflect on that psalm one more time. Um, And I'm going to read it. Now, I'm going to read it from this book called Near. Um, It's a book uh, by a lady called Sally Lloyd-Jones, and it talks about, it re-paraphrases the psalm in a way that we can all understand. So we're going to put a video on. I'm going to get out of the way so that I'm not a distraction, but I'm going to read from down here. And um, I want us to watch the video while I read, and then the worship band are going to lead. Is that okay? Great. Let's watch the video together. God is my Father who made everything, and I am a little explorer of the wide world. He is near me, and he protects me. He sees me, and he knows me. He is strong, and he looks after me. He is with me, always. However far I go, he is always near me. I could climb the biggest mountain. I could fly to the highest star. I could dive into the deepest sea. 
I could sail far, far away to the North Pole. God would still be there. I could trek through jungles. I could ride through deserts. I could zoom as fast as light. God would still be there. Even in the dark at night, he is still there with me. He stays close to me and he won't ever leave me because I am his little child and he loves me. God, thank you that you love each and every one of us and that you want to be near all of us this morning. And I pray now as we worship that you would come close, that we would come close to you and we'd be able to celebrate you for the awesome God you are. Amen. Okay, so we've been thinking so far this morning about this amazing fact that God is near, that he's with us all wherever we are, whatever we're doing. But I don't know about you, sometimes I don't actually feel like God is near. There are things that seem to get in the way um, or make us think that God can't be close. And so we're going to quickly take a look at four things from this passage um, that reassure us that nothing can stop God being close to us. Now, if you would like to colour or draw while you listen to me to help you concentrate, no matter your age, you are more than welcome, um, down here on the floor, under this chair, actually, there is a pile of colouring pictures with four things on them. There is no coincidence there's four things. They correspond with the four things we're going to talk about. And if you find it helpful, feel free to come and grab one. Feel free to take it to you, bring pens to it, do whatever you want. Um, so we're going to look at four things. I'm also going to do some actions because, you know, you know me, love an action. Right, in verse 8... Okay, these are four physical things. Let's start there. They're four physical things, but some people have said that they're also symbolic. So they also represent other stuff, and it's the other stuff that we're going to think about this morning. Um, so, in verse 8, we read, If I go up to the heavens, you are there. And in some translations, the Bible mentions climbing the highest mountain. So this is my mountain. It's my first action. It's going to remind me. Um, and on the one hand, it tells us that there's nowhere we can go that's too high for God. If you're in an airplane, if you're in a rocket ship, God's still there. Um, but on the other hand, there is potentially some symbolism here. And some people think that it's actually talking about um, our knowledge and our questions. And when we talk about going up to the highest heavens, it's about going up to our highest level of understanding. Um, thinking about pursuing knowledge, philosophy, um, asking all our big questions, trying to understand why things are how they are. Um, and sometimes it can feel like our search for knowledge, our uh, thinking, our deepest thoughts, and our, even our study of science or the world might be incompatible um, with God. So sometimes it feels like our doubts and our questions um, can somehow stop God being near to us. But this passage says, if I go up to the highest heavens, you are there. 
So in our search for the highest understanding, in our questions, in our doubts, we will find God there because he says he is near. The second part of this verse talks about making our bed in the depths. So my valley. So we've got our mountain, now we've got our valley. Um, And some versions even mention hell in this verse. And it's actually one of the very few times in the Bible that talks about God's presence in hell. And some people have argued that this is a symbol um, representing our mistakes and our mess-ups, okay, our failures and our flaws. And we can think that these things can separate us from God and that God can't be near to us because of our mistakes and our weaknesses. But even in the depths, even in our mistakes, even in our weaknesses, this passage says that God is going to be close to us. Because of what Jesus did on the cross, his sacrifice, he's near us too in that place. In our brokenness, even our mistakes can't separate from God's nearness. So that's our mountaintop, our questions and our thoughts, our valley, our weaknesses and our mistakes. Uh, In verses 9 and 10, we read, If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. Have you ever been near the sea? Yeah? And looked out at the horizon? Now, I don't know where you've been, but if you're in the right place looking out at the horizon, you can see absolutely nothing, right, other than sea and sky. And sometimes, depending on the weather, you can't even see the distinction. You don't know where the sea stops and the sky begins. And um, this bit, this passage, talking about the horizon, talks about that Okay, And on the one hand, yes, it's saying that no matter where I go, if I fly halfway across the world, then God is still with me. But also, people have argued that it's possibly this idea of going into the unknown. The psalmist who wrote this uh, passage wouldn't have known what was the other side of the horizon. They would never have been able to get there. And in saying that even if I go there, God is going too, The psalmist is saying that even when I step into the unknown, even when I face things that I don't know, um, God is going to be there. Sometimes we feel like in the times of unknown and in the uncertainty that God is far away. But this promise that God is in the horizon is um, encouragement, I suppose, that God assures us his presence is there too. So in our questions, in our mistakes, in the unknown, and finally, in the darkness. Um, The darkness, it mentions times when we can't see. So again, on the one hand, this tells us that God is with us at night. He is. He's with us when we sleep. The Bible is full of things that God does during the night. Um, But it's also a symbol. It's also a metaphor. When we feel like life is dark, when it's scary or hard, and when we feel like we can't see God, the psalmist says, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, but even the darkness will not be dark to you. Because for God, even when we can't see God, because of the darkness, because of life feeling so scary or difficult, It might seem like God is no way near, that there's no way that God is close to us. 
This passage reminds us that that night is like day to God, that he can see us. He promises that even when we can't see him, he is close to us and that he is near us. So I don't know how you're feeling today, whether you're feeling like God is really close to you, that you can feel him, that you can hear him, that you are um, walking closely with God, or whether something is making you feel like he isn't. Whether it's one of those things that we've mentioned or whether it's something else, something going on in your life. However you're feeling, I want to encourage us to hold on to the promise in this passage that God is near. The message translation of this passage includes a line which stuck out to me. Um, It's a paraphrase of verse 5, I think, 5 and 6. And it says, I look behind me and you're there. Then up ahead and you're there too. Your reassuring presence coming and going. My prayer for us all today is that whatever we're facing, we would know and remember God's promise that his reassuring presence is coming and going and that he's near to us, whatever may come. And so to close, we're going to watch a quick video. Um, It's from the movie, The Good Dinosaur. If you've not seen it, I highly recommend it. But if you're a crier like me, you might want a box of tissues with you because it's an emotional one. Um, And we're going to watch a little clip, and it's um, about Arlo. So Arlo is the young dinosaur in the video. And um, Arlo is on a mission. He's off to do something into the darkness, which uh, scares him. And we're just going to see what happens. Now, I love that clip for a few reasons. Um, Firstly, because Arlo's dad is with him both when he's afraid and at the end when he is loving life, running around, uh, making a lot of fun. Um, But whenever I watch it, it also, it strikes me that Arlo's confidence to face what is in front of him doesn't come from himself. It doesn't come from his abilities, doesn't come from trying hard. Um, It comes from the reassuring presence of his father walking alongside next to him. And today, from this psalm, I suppose my take-home point and my prayer is that we would all know the reassuring presence of our father, of God the Father, walking alongside us. And that we would understand and hold on to that promise that God is near.